the lunatic is on the grass The lunatic is on the grass Remembering games and daisy chains and laughs Got to keep the lunatic on the path It's actually really grapefruity. It's okay. like biting into a fucking grapefruit. So before we get started on the on the podcast, we're just going to talk about the beers we'll be drinking during the podcast. And um, okay, sure, yeah. Greg, we haven't met you yet, right. but you're really excited about this beer you brought us. I am. Can you tell us what beer this is? This is Citrus City by Phillips Brewing Company. Citrus mm-hmm. City, I love Citrus it. Citrus City. It's a grapefruit zest IPA. Um, it's one of their newer brews, and it has what I think is the perfect blend between grapefruit juice and the India Pale Ale hops factor. Mm-hmm. So it's not too hoppy where you think it's gross after three sips, yeah, and it's not yeah. grapefruity where you think you're drinking juice. Now, it's a happy medium in the middle. I don't really like a, an IPA. How bitter is it? Like, what's its, what's its hoppiness? It's pretty bitter. I think the IBA on it is 7.2. Let me see. You know what? It's not double digits. Like, that's pretty good. No, it's not bad. I mean... Oh, there we go. I can't help Okay, it's right around the middle. Okay. So, I mean, it's not extremely hoppy, but it's not also, like, drinking a lager or something like that. No, I had a sip of that. No hops at all. It's it's surprising. If you'd like like, a sip, go ahead. I would love to, yeah. The, the, um... What am I trying oh, I to say? The sourness the of mm-hmm. it kind of matches the hoppiness of it, so you yeah. don't feel like you're drinking something bitter and horrible. Yeah. It's actually really good. I really yeah. like it. Mm. It's, it's one of the better ones. It's surprisingly good. It's quite interesting. Yeah, it's very complex. Like, I'm a fan of a good Rattler, which is just a straight grapefruit beer, Yeah. which mm-hmm. tastes more like grapefruit than it does beer. Would that um, be something like a main squeeze? I don't... Is main, main, main squeeze is lager. Yeah, main okay. squeeze is definitely not an IPA at all. Oh, um, so... So you don't get that kind of bitter hops taste yeah. to it? It does work really well with the, the grapefruit, especially. It's bitter, but not too bitter. I think the flavors work really well because I wouldn't normally drink an IPA of that bitterness, but the grapefruit transitions into it so well yeah. that yeah. I really do enjoy it. Most it's, IPAs yeah. I can drink one or two of. Yeah. This one, a six-pack wouldn't kill you before you got sick of the taste. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know I like I mean? that, yeah, because of, because of the sourness, it just... It lasts throughout the hoppy flavor, so you don't really feel like you ever get the hoppy flavor. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry, I opened that beer. I can crush it as well, and if it gets warm, it's a no, lot. no, that's fine. So that's the Citra Dallas by Phillips or Citricity. 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 Man, that's appropriate. Beer. Or it so, could be called Citricity. I'm not sure. So the Citrus City. <laughs> Citricity. Citrus City. Citricity. Yeah, Citrus City. Yeah, uh, there are sister city over there in, in BC, right? There you go. That's yeah, Phillips. Phillips Brewing Company, right from. Uh, oh God, I'm gonna date myself. It says the Vic- Philip Malt Works on the side. I want to so. say I want to say Victoria because I've been to Victoria and I've had actually one of their first beers that came out of there. Oh, because they have the. Is, uh, do they make the Blue Buck? Blue Phillips Buck is the first Buck. one that I ever tried in Victoria before it came to Alberta, and now it's in Alberta, and I couldn't be happier. One of my favorite beers. Blue yeah. Buck is my favorite beer of all time. Really? I'm not gonna lie. Wow. So wow. You and I are. I'm glad I met you, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of the of the main like lager slash ale beers, yeah, give me give me a blue buck. Yeah, yeah everything else I would prefer is like a porter or a stout. That's what I prefer too. Porter is my favorite beer of choice. Mm-hmm. Blue buck bridges that gap between a lager and a porter. It's just the yeah, it's like a very dark but conventionally available beer. Yes, exactly. Hmm. Little on the pricey side, but if you catch it on sale, not a bad oh, deal. It used to be my house beer because there was a liquor store across the street that had it for really cheap. Mm-hmm. For some reason, it was like there. Is it GNR? 
Uh, no, it was not that bad. <laughs> it was the, the liquor store on 113th and Jasper, for those of you who are curious. 113th? Oh, oh, the one that's open till 2 a.m. Yeah. That's the one that's open when I yeah, need a Yeah, it used to have good deals on, on Blue Black, <laughs> but not anymore. Um, I'm also going to give a shout out on the opposite end of the craft brewery spectrum to the Old Style Pilsner. 100%. Uh, made by Molson. It's got a... Uh, Rider Strong. A very charming scene of some stereotypical indigenous people. I think Pilsner is the state beer of Saskatchewan, the provincial beer. <laughs> the state beer of the province of Saskatchewan. Yeah, when people... I love a Pilsner, but every time I buy it, someone asks me if I'm from Saskatchewan. No, what? Everybody okay. does. Everybody does. What the fuck? This has never happened to me, and Everybody I like Pilsners. does. Pilsner is a staple Saskatchewan beer. Really? Yeah, I might as well just say the word bunny hug all the time and Shocking. talk about going to Correct. Prince Albert. This is something I've never known. I guess I'm learning a lot on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And off with a, a local beer. The Alley Cat, the Long John Salted Caramel Ale. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to try the Salted Caramel Ale, but first, I, I'm excited because there's a fortune on top of the bottle, and I'm going to ask it a question. Okay. Should we all ask it a question? That interconnects all the questions, so I feel like yes. Okay, okay. All right, my question is... Actually, Mia, let's do your question first. Mm. Okay, should I go on this date on Friday? All right, what's your question, Greg? My question is very straightforward. Will everything be okay? Oh, Wow, very straightforward but very deep. My question will be, should we start the podcast? The answer is... Yippee! (laughs) Yippee! That's better than yes! Excellent. That worked out. Good answer. I'm happy for all of us. Good answer. Mm, Let's have a a little drink. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers. friends. Yeah. Greetings, comrades. Welcome to Snack City. This is a podcast where we eat snacks. We talk about Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, and other things as well. My name is Taylor. My name is Mia. My name is Greg. Greg, thank you for being on the podcast. No worries. Thanks uh, for having me. You're a new comrade to me, a new friend. I start everyone off with a very difficult, soul-searching question. How do you feel about Edmonton? Edmonton is a great city. I was born here, 1989, a long time ago. Moved away very briefly in 93, back in 96, and I've been here ever since, and I think it's one of the greatest cities in the world. Hmm. Uh, as much as Calgary might be beautiful, Edmonton's home. Wait, do you usually compare Calgary and Edmonton? Is that a thing that, like... No, most people do. I think yeah, most people say, which right. do you prefer, Edmonton and Calgary? I like the scenery a little bit better in Calgary, but Edmonton is home. That's There's nothing that'll take that away from me, and I'll always come back here, so... Do you, because you lived out in Sherwood Park for a little bit, do you think that set you off at looking at Edmonton in a different way? Do you think that like kind of isolated you from Edmonton or do you think it gave you a different perspective? I think it did a little bit only because um, Sherwood Park is the be all end all for me right now. Not that it always has been, but every time we go abroad or anything like that, people say, where are you from? I don't say Sherwood Park, I say Edmonton. Not because it's easier, but because Edmonton is one of the biggest cities in the West. Um, I think it's the most Northern Hemisphere located major city in the it's world. It's the most heavily populated northernmost city yeah, you turn in North those America. Flyers up really high. You I mean, eventually yeah. get Edmonton. Yeah, exactly. When I travel, I really like to tell people that because they're like, "What's well, Alberta?" And I'm like, "The Texas of Canada." I don't know if yeah, you know exactly. this, Greg. Uh, Edmonton has the distinction of being the uh, Western Canada's richest mixed-use farming district. Oh yeah, I we did not know this. We, we learned that. That's one of our slogans, our mottos. I did not know that. You yeah. know, City of Champions, mm-hmm. uh, Western Canada's uh, foremost richest mixed-use farming district. Yeah. Okay, good to know. We learned not too long ago that Edmonton, out of all the uh, cities in Canada, has the most nicknames, official or otherwise, and some of them are fascinating. My favorite was Edmundchuk, or just simply the Chuck. The because Chuck. there's so many, there's a Ukrainian population with last mm. names that end with Chuck. 
Mm-hmm. So, not to racially profile, are you Ukrainian in any way, Greg? Uh, my grandmother was Ukrainian, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. So, classic Alberta. We all have Ukrainian <laughs> in us, don't yeah. we? Yeah. Uh, oh no. <laughs> oh, except for Mia, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, what kind of things? If you're hanging around Edmonton, where's your local? Ooh. I, I don't think wanna... that includes Sherwood Park and oh, like, the satellite cities as well. I was going to say, I didn't want to bring it back to Sherwood Park. Um, there's a wonderful pub and sports bar in Sherwood Park called Average Joe's. It's probably the, I think it's the only pub and sports bar in Sherwood Park that doesn't allow children in before 9 o'clock, which may be polarizing to some. That's a, a <laughs> note of some distinction. If there were a child at my bar, that's I, kind of the thing. I'd be upset. Is that, uh, they, you know, they, they don't want to... The exception is if you got like a two-year-old or a younger who's like just quiet and like asleep right but then where do you make the distinction yeah no it's uh do you know what i mean because the child understands what i am doing i don't want it right which makes total sense like you got a baby but, um, like you got a six-month baby and like oh I'm okay a but what if it starts crying fuck that baby no don't literally fuck the baby why did you have to make that distinction <laughs> what? i felt like it was necessary we're no. gonna have to cut that <laughs> No, we're but that there in. have been lots of times where we've been in a bar such as you know I, I don't want to I don't want to call any other bars out. So Dude, name names. If other you want. bars. Tell no, us. Other bars. I'm not going to name names. Tara. Other bars. Boston Pizza. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty up on the list. Yeah, Boston Pizza is one of them. But where you want to have a, a decent time. Actually, no, we can't use Boston Pizza because that has a separate lounge and restaurant side. It does. That's actually yeah, it's not a bar. There you go. You're correct. No, you're so you're for right. other other particular establishments. Um, where you get the nasty looks from mothers and fathers while you're using either foul language or maybe just some language that's not appropriate for younger kids. Mm -hmm. And then they look at you weird. And it's like, well, you brought your kid here. Like, I chose to come somewhere where they don't normally have children. You chose to bring your child here. Yes. Like, what do you expect? Oh, I do, exactly. Yeah, if you're bringing your child to a place where people are going to be looking at sports and drinking... What do you expect for that child to my, my sister has a five-year-old daughter, and when we go to places, she is fully aware of the fact mm. that she may hear some foul language. Yeah, but a five-year-old right? isn't going to pick it up. Is, are, are it's they? also a spectrum, <gasps> right? Oh, yeah. five-year-old will pick it up for sure. Oh, oh yeah. really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, man, we've been to hockey. And she does. About children. But at the same time, my sister does the right thing and says, like, okay, those are bad words. Don't say those around other people. Like, it's, yeah. it's rude to say. For some of these parents that have, like you say, toddlers who literally can't understand what they're saying, and they still get mad. I have a bit of a personal problem. I guess toddlers is It's more like a baby. Like you got a yeah. baby that's just quiet. You're like, oh yeah, someone holds a baby. Yeah, that's not a big deal. Exactly. But like, man, I always the moment I see a baby, I'm like, that bitch gonna start crying, and I I need to get out of there because I cannot stand crying babies. I will never have children. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But no, average Joe's is the uh, the hangout of choice. If it's it's our cheers. Uh, my friends and my cheers. It's where everyone knows your name nice. and where you can have a good time and where you That's may find local. yourself on at uh, one thirty, two o'clock in the morning on a Wednesday night. Sometimes, Man, not I to remember say that, that I endorse that, but sometimes you just end up there. Yeah, now, I used if... to I used to uh, frequent Average Joe's quite frequently when I was uh, in I don't know I was out in Sherwood Park a lot more and it was a tight little place. Like it was cool, it was chill, it was it's a just good a lovely place to have a really good beer. Their beer selection is not so extraordinarily large that like you get lost in it and they usually have the things that they say they have on their menu yes. and they know their stuff which is and the food I thought is the, fantastic the food is fantastic they're just like it's a good jovial place the wings amazing wings are top notch yeah. yeah nice everything I can say about it there, 
There are very, very few things that I can say bad about Average Joe's in Sherwood Park. The, the <laughs> fact that we know the owner specifically, and he specifically didn't want it to become a franchise, and kept all the food local, and That's kept cool. all of his staff local, didn't want to sell out, I guess for better terms, yeah. um, to anybody, and kept it really genuine and a great place to go, great place to have friends, have good food, mm-hmm. good drinks. Mad That's respect, it. man. Not selling out, That's keeping it, it local. Yeah. That's, That's it. Uh, if you haven't tried it, give it a shot. Yeah, That's about the highest point on the, the Edmonton Maslow's pyramid, right? Like if you can yeah. if you can stay local, not sell out, you, you're doing better than most people. Yeah, Average, Average Joe's feels Sherwood very Park. like uh, it feels very Edmonton, and actually more Sherwood Park, but like in the very Edmonton overlapping kind of sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like Edmonton's the family and like we got some different species. But <laughs> we like, got some uncles right. and cousins yeah, right. and some aunts, you know. Yeah, yeah. There's a whole like an extended network where you're like, okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Duke, I guess you're kind of in. <laughs> but I think we're all like that. The oh. whole... It's not. It's no longer Edmonton and area. It is the greater Edmonton area well, yeah. and outlying surrounding areas. Yeah, just we are like large. just like the GTA. You know, there's Sudbury, not Sudbury. Oh my lord, uh, Mississauga <laughs> and I've Windsor and all these. Now for Edmonton, you get things like Fort Saskatchewan, Leduc, Spruce Grove, Saint Albert, Sherwood Park. It all means the same thing. We're all from Edmonton. Yeah, yeah. We just might be a little further thing. out. A hundred years places. ago, people yeah. were from the town of Jasper Place, and mm-hmm. no one is from Jasper Place anymore. Exactly. Oh, okay. So we. This has come across a couple of times I have a question for you what is the heart of Edmonton to you in general in your experience your perspective yeah. that's I'm glad you asked this question and this Ooh. was not brought up before um, I find the heart of Edmonton I don't know exactly where it is Shauna just moved back and lives oh god somewhere close to here okay um, just outside of her balcony window you can see the very first schoolhouse that was ever in Edmonton the Canadian was... schoolhouse it's yes. just down here yes so where, that is where... what I consider the heart of Edmonton because it's one of the only places that has been cordoned off and is not available to be developed on that to me is the heart of Edmonton right near the river valley downtown yeah. is that McKay school that's McKay Avenue school oh that's right up my street yeah that well, to me is that to me is the heart of it that little area yeah. right there has a lot of history in it in that McKay Avenue school is the first place that the provincial parliament uh, the legislature met you okay. can go up there and see a little replica of it. It's also the Edmonton Public Schools Museum. It also has some creepy ass fucking creepy ass mannequins. And <laughs> yeah, also, a lot of people personally. died there. So haven't been there personally. You should but go you in there and you know the history you, behind yeah, it. You can just go in. You can just wander around. It does have spooky mannequins. Take an afternoon one day to just walk in there, and it, it not only is it full and rich of Edmonton history, it also has some creepy ass puppets. Yeah, man, <laughs> in afternoon, you, you can like walk through for like forty five minutes and have a great time. There's, was, there's taxidermied animals. Yeah. There's there's weird books where you're like, ah. The bathrooms are interesting. I have uh, I have meetings in there because uh, that's something that we can do. The uh, government books it a lot because it's really <laughs> I think it's free. It's also cheap. close. <laughs> and, yeah. and downtown, right? It's downtown. It's also where downtown's first playground is going is in McKay Avenue School. Oh yeah, I it's heard really about the development It's really bringing the historical that. and the new together and I like that. Yeah, it's gonna be, I think it's a, I'm excited for that area. I'm kind of bummed that I'm leaving it, but well, time to explore in New York. Mia's going north, that's where all the youth are going. Anyways, it's been a delight, but let's actually go to the, yeah. the Raison d'Etre and eat a snack or two. The Raison Day. We're very fancy here. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can see, the, well, the listeners obviously can't see this, but we are wearing tuxedos and evening gowns. Yeah, we are For you audio bunch. listeners out there. Yeah, uh, those who don't subscribe to the video feed. It's fancy, fancy. All right. Um, Greg, you are our shaman on a snack voyage. Which snack do you want to lead with? I feel like I should, well, here, let me ask the question first. Is there anything that both of you guys haven't tried on this table yet? Because I oh, have tried Oh, we have not everything. tried any of, well, oh, sorry, no, in I'll my personal it. life. Right. Professionally, I've not tried any of these. Right. 
professionally. In my, in my personal life, I have tried the ruffles all dressed. I think as any good Canadian, you should have. Yes. Uh, absolutely. That is an all-Canadian treat. Um, and I have tried these ones. What are those? What ketchup are Doritos. Yes. I was, I was not going to spoil it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no worries. Let me do that for you. <laughs> yeah, that, that's curious. It's just an ungodly combination. Okay, let's not spoil the other two then, because okay, I yeah, do yeah. have talking points yeah. about one of them. Yeah, okay. Which one do you want to start with? Like, we, we can uh, start with that I'll, one. Let's start with this one here. All right. I'll let you guys try it and see what it is. It is... A little stronger than you expect. Oh, bitch, I'm ready for spicy. I'm going to start with the... (laughs) Okay, that's what I was going to say. It's a little spicier than you would expect, but it's not going to... On the first bite, it's not going to burn your mouth off. Oh, so it's a slow creeping burn. Let's paint a picture with our words of what we're looking at here. Yeah, let you guys do this. I've had this before. So last week we ate the the Cheetos Crunchy. Did we? Oh, yeah, we did. We ate their spicy cousin, the Flaming Hot Cheetos Crunchy. You can see by comparison to the last Cheetos Crunchy, where Chester Cheeto was chill and riding a skateboard and seemed like he was having a good time and was wearing padded safety equipment this chester cheeto is much more wild dude he is having a time he still has his trademark sunglasses but he really does look like he's probably been awake for several days i'm sorry he looks like he's like on he's having a trip yeah, he's he's definitely like on some sort of he's terrible on, drug. Okay, is it the chips? Are they the drug? He's he's breathing fire out of his mouth, and his sneakers also seem to indicate that when he walks, okay. fire shoots out of his feet. So what we're watching here is that his uh, his fantasy, or is that reality? That's I think that's reality because there's also a strange fire spirit of some kind up in the label. Oh, maybe it's like the owl in uh, Adventure Time that creates these fantasies. Yeah, I think maybe by eating the Cheetos Crunchy, flaming hot. We might enter a a new realm of spicy flavor. A euphoric sort of realm. And I gotta say, I've I've heard legends of the Cheeto Crunchy Spicy or whatever. (laughs) Crunchy. I've never been scared of a treat before. But these, those are some red snack. They're pretty goddamn red. They look kind of sausagey though. They are more red than they, they let on to be. I can honestly say, without you guys having tried them before, that a handful of them, will make you go for a glass of milk and or water. Like you'd put them all in your mouth at I once? I don't believe no, no, you. I feel handful, challenged by what you're saying. But picked at one by one. All right. If well, you have one singular Cheeto, it's not going to kill you. I'm going I'm to snack. I'm going to eat now some, some oh. spicy Cheeto. You're going to be underwhelmed. It's not that bad for the first one. Have five. You're correct. Have have five and get back to it. It is spicy. Like It's got a creeping you know burn. It comes from your throat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Challenge accepted. I'm going to just pop a bunch in. That might be, okay, well, yep, Taylor's going off the deep well, end. Well, he has put, like, just a bunch of sour warheads in his mouth, which was our first, yeah, that was interesting. More. They are really tasty. Careful now. <laughs> I don't know about careful. I don't believe in careful. <laughs> I'm hey, if you guys want to keep going, then go by all means, go for it. Join us. More. Like I will tell you, there's a reason why I haven't tried some yet. <laughs> I like you- them. They're great. They are delicious. Are you afraid of them? I'm not afraid of them. I buy bags on the semi-regular. Okay. Uh, but they are very much like you have to okay. be in moderation. So I've eaten you a have dozen. To be ready. And now I'm gonna sit and endure the effects. It is like it builds. It, I always think that spice is something like it has a plateau, uh, but the quantity increases the quality of the spicing. Does that make sense? 100. percent And especially with this, the more you eat, the the higher that plateau does get. I can see that, yeah. See, what I do hot. is I put chili flakes on my uh, popcorn, and I like to put everything spicy into all of my food lately. I talked about this last time, and that like I, I want to challenge myself and create that level of spiciness that I'm comfortable with. So I want to eat Indian food and be like, I'm all right. 
I'm, I would describe my level of physical discomfort as moderate right now. <laughs> moderate. My mouth does hurt. Really? A little bit, yeah. Oh, maybe, I, I, I did eat maybe like 15, I've advanced though. my spicy levels. Just so put 15 in your mouth at once and see how she go. 15. Maybe, maybe three. Maybe a chunk. Maybe three. But yeah, I put three a, yeah, You're a, getting some ASMR here, aren't you? There's at least a dozen uh, <laughs> Cheetos flaming Hots in my mouth. And they're, they're quite good. Oh, I can feel it building, though. And it seems to be moving around in my mouth. It's a slow mm-hmm. burn, but it does come. It kind of... It comes from within, from below, from the grr. I feel like it, that's it, actually not a bad way. Sorry, Taylor, it's not a bad way of describing it. Actually, it yeah, doesn't like, feel like it's in your mouth. It feels like it comes literally from your it, heart. If heartburn had a physical manifestation, which that's what do. Cheetos Flamin' Hot gives you. Yeah, and, and I, I gotta say, I'm a. Uh, You're gonna have heartburn. Aren't you? <laughs> I, I have heartburn quite. Like I would say, once a week at least, I got heartburn. You're such a you, dad. You probably have not should have tried any of these chips then. You know what? There's. So. Maybe don't try anymore. Sometimes you just have to face the darkness. Maybe need to call an ambulance. No, I think this is like, this is 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 the toll you take for being a snack podcast. I'm a pioneer, man. I'm I'm, I'm exploring well-trod ground, I guess, but... Now I'm pioneer my own. Now that I know the format, I will not bring any more spicy foods next time. <laughs> oh, no, bring all the spicy yeah, foods. Yeah, like I, if I bring... die on the air, then we win. I do like them though. They're like they're. I like that they're spicy and that like you have to slow down to eat them. I like a snack that's like Smiles there's back. there's something interesting about it that makes you want to slow down instead of just like shove it in your fucking mouth. A snack and, you can like, actually the, savor yeah. and should actually like eat a couple and see what the effects are. Yeah, mm. instead of just like destroying it and then feeling really sad about yourself and your circumstances. I feel that I have endured the spicy wave <laughs> that was coming at me. It's quite spicy. Mm-hmm. And I would say I will spicy. now for the rest of the night probably well, the rest of the night, probably for like the next 20 minutes have just an ambient spiciness in my mouth. I like the cleansing effect of spiciness because it like it almost like shoots through your mouth and it's like this fire that cleanses your mouth. <laughs> I would suggest that this might be about the max level of spice I would eat in a snack form rather than like say a spicy soup or Oh, meal. I see. So you're like you're not mentally preparing... For a snack, you don't want something spicy because, like, that's work. That's mental work. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't want to be sitting on the couch sweating my ass to death. But this is quite spicy in, I would say it's like a high, medium spicy. Absolutely, yeah. It's not something that you would sit down at a restaurant and then go, I want to leave now. Yeah. But I at the same s- time, you go, <sighs> okay, yeah. maybe a glass of milk, a glass say, of yeah, Pepsi. A medium to a high medium. And that's yep. about the level I like in spice. Where I've had the spices where I like I tear up involuntarily. I just sweat a lot. And that's that's no fun for me. No, that's too spicy for me. That's I'm a fan of spice, but not hurting yourself. This is a good level for me. The Flamin' Hot Cheeto. Yep. You know what? Flamin' Hot for most people is, uh, you know, toasty warm for me. <laughs> toasty warm. <laughs> I like it. I like a spicy thing. It, it wakes me up. It makes me more ready. I feel like it's a very good thing to eat because you eat less less of it. <laughs> I'm very burped. Are you all right? <laughs> it's that heartburn coming just, from me. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, uh, it's uh, no, the weird. reason I brought this one, actually, it has a, it does have an, a secondary story oh, behind please. it. Flamin' Hot Cheetos, like many things that come from the United States, I mean, which we want to talk different flavored Oreos or breakfast cereals, anything like that. Flamin' yeah, Hot Cheetos... Ones were not actually available in Canada up until about two months ago. I was wondering if I had seen them before. We've had jalapeno cheddar for years and years and And years. And I'm going to come out and say I don't like a jalapeno cheddar. I don't like them either. I don't like the jalapeno cheddar. I don't Cheetos. like that dry heat. No, uh, I was in a. I was on vacation in Palm Springs in November, and I tried Flamin' Hot Cheetos for the first time, and was so enamored 
that I said, when are they going to bring this to Canada? Mm -hmm. uh, which went along with something else that I wanted to bring tonight, <laughs> which was Miller High Life instead of the Citrus City. Close second. The same thing with the Miller High Life. It's not available in Canada, or it wasn't available in Canada up until about two months ago. They both came out about the same time, both of which I tried for the first time this past November in Palm Springs, mm. and it changed my life completely. Miller High Life being the champagne of beers. Uh, really? Really, really. That's what their tagline is, and it's a good one. The really? way the guy described it to me in Palm Springs was, the champagne of beers, it's perfect for a barbecue. And okay, okay, but what champagne? Yo, okay, uh, okay. What? I, I'm so, I guess I should. I should go into that in more detail. Yeah, because my first question is, what beer is not appropriate for a barbecue? Yeah, Innocent Gun, maybe. I can't. No, I would. I would still advocate for Innocent I think Gun like for a, a barbecue. Fancy monk beer from Germany. Yeah, you have a really nice beer. Yeah, yeah like the, the. I don't know. I like to go to Sherbrooke, and I'm like, ooh, that's yeah. Got oh gold yeah, gold foil on it. Right. I, I shouldn't be drinking it. You get a fifteen dollar, three hundred fifty milliliter <laughs> of beer. Yeah, that's the only one. But like, what beer in a can is not appropriate? Now that beer. goes into my point about the champagne of beers, especially Miller High Life, which in the states. Uh, I don't know if I can talk about cost here. You may. Oh, yeah, 100% Dude, you can, can talk about literally anything you want. Now, I know some of our American listeners might know that Damn a six-pack six of beer, a six-pack of Miller High Life, mind you, in the States is $3.87. In which state? Every state, as far as I'm concerned. Really? Yeah. So that's without, like, the... Oh, do they have state taxes? There's no tax. There might be a California tax, which is in Palm Springs, and I'm not sure. I know so little about America, but and I spent $3. so $3.87 $3. for a six-pack of Miller Highlight. God which, bless at a, the a lack time, of government. Fuck at yes. the time, I thought, Yahtzee, right? Mm -hmm. That's great. I get here, and then I find out that there's Miller High Life. Mm -hmm. And I thought, obviously, immediately... It's right. not going to be three dollars and eighty-seven cents. Six pack. It's Alberta. We have provincial tax, which Got is it. way more than state. Wait, tax. we don't have provincial. Not a provincial sales tax, but oh. we do. Oh, sorry, okay. sorry, sorry, There's sorry. There's the yeah. government sales tax, tax. government sales tax, I'm sorry. and liquor. alcohol tax. Plus, exactly. the government sells all the beer yeah. to the liquor depots. Um, that being said, a let's use a fifteen pack of Lucky Lager as an example. Mm -hmm. A fifteen pack of Lucky Lager, which I'm sorry to say, if you guys are fans, is one of the lower ended beers on the market. Yep. Yeah, if you go to a bar and they have Lucky in cans, it is the cheapest thing. It's the thing Thank where you're you. like Starlight. four bucks for a beer. Yeah, go to Starlight Room. <laughs> you go to like Sewing Machine Factory. Actually, Sewing Machine Factory has great beers. Yeah, they do. So a fifteen pack regularly at the store that I go to in Sherwood Park is fifth or sorry, twenty one ninety nine. Wow. For a sixer. Or for a fifteen. 15. Okay, for a fifteen. That's, that's decent. Yeah. Right. Miller High Life. For a 15 pack is $20.99. Wow. It's a dollar cheaper than Lucky Lager. <laughs> the High Life is so accessible. And it's the champagne of beers. It's so accessible. <laughs> <laughs> they only say okay. that though because it comes from the Champagne region of France, right? Obviously. They, that's I'm what sure it does. High Life. Now, being said, it doesn't taste like champagne. I know what you're asking. Uh, or thinking, <laughs> I should say. I was not actually thinking that. You're thinking that. champagne? Gross. Uh, it does not taste like champagne. It is a Miller Lager. It's <laughs> still 5%. Yeah. And it is, unless you've tried it, one of the best beers to have while you're just sitting on the deck, mm -hmm. having a barbecue. That's what I wanted to bring. Didn't have any. Got the Citrus City. Love Citrus City. Phil's Brewing Company. Uh, hashtag Greg. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag Greg. <laughs> um, so no, Greg, that's true. It's like, the, it's like the Pilsner. It's an easy drinking beverage. That's what I like about lagers and Pilsners. They're very much like, you can sit there and just, I don't want to, this sounds weird, but like, you just pound them. Like, you can just have a good time drinking Sometimes beer. you just gotta crush beers with the boys. I do exactly. feel I do feel like Miller High Life is one of those beers. Tight. I'm gonna try it out. The, yeah. the summer, like, the internet of the summer will be inflamed with cracking cold ones with boys, and it sounds like a Miller High Life is a great one to crack with Dude, your high life boys. I feel like I haven't cracked one in the way that, like, I need to crack a cold one. Can't really crack a cold one in the winter, because it's already cold. You have to crack it in the summer. 
Sorry. I think the stipulation for me is you can only crack a cold one on a hot day outside. With your boys. Oh, on yeah. a Saturday. Uh, mm, no. I don't know. I would say Friday. <laughs> well, every day is the weekend. But right? Saturdays are for the boys. No, oh, Saturdays no. are for the boys specifically. <laughs> See, I would say Fridays are for the boys. I would need more than two of us to be boys. <laughs> yeah. I support equal rights. Any day that ends in Y is a good day for anybody. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Man. Mostly because I really, I recently came to the philosophical understanding that like there will always be work in the morning. One hundred percent. Like, Might you know, as well get drunk. <laughs> if I'm going to stop partying because there's a specific day that I have to go to work, it's like, well, that's all of them. Or yeah. at least most of them. 100%. I hate the term, but hashtag YOLO. Oh, okay. So hashtag Indeed. FOMO has been my life's work lately. That's In fear terms of missing of like, out, right? Fear of missing out. I feel like I'm doing way more things. I'm trying to explore more Edmonton. And the more I do things, the more I want to do things. So now I'm terrified that I'm not doing enough things tragic the more you learn that there is stuff to do the more you want to do stuff it's actually a fair fair fear that's weird to say yeah all right let's but move into uh we're talking about beer in edmonton forever yeah um i've now recovered from the spiciness of the flame and hot cheeto and i am ready to move on to a new snack for me and i'm excited about this this is sriracha 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 the first r is silent it's kind of yeah you kind of like bounce over it that's how you say it sriracha sriracha it's like sriracha it does does come into it sriracha sriracha no no, then you (laughs) I can't pronounce the word sriracha sriracha you got it just then Uh, yeah yeah yeah, I I, I just saw the extra r and I was like all right I will pronounce all the letters because Mm -hmm. that's how it's not how English works but it's how I assume other languages work (laughs) sriracha sriracha because if that's in English, it, could, it might just be like, you know, the traditional uh, sacha sauce from England. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Cause like, Why don't like, we just call it what it is and we'll call it hot cock sauce. <laughs> hot, you know hot cock hot chili sauce popcorn. Man, I like some hot Hot. Sauce. Maybe let's not do that. The no, French really does have a more... Do you, like do a you more speak spirited French? word. No, but I'm going to read Me souffle à la sauce au chili piquant authentique. So some sort of corn puff. <laughs> with a sauce that is a spicy chili heat. My souffle. I know. Okay, picant is close enough to picante in Spanish, yeah. which means hot. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. spicy. I'm more specifically, hot or spicy chili. Spicy chili with yeah. an authentic flavor. Picante. Yeah. Whereas in sure in English, it's just the original sr- sriracha hot chili yeah. sauce popcorn. And they they, they translated language. it literally. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, which most foreign languages don't. It, uh, it's nice that it comes in its natural popcorn color. Yeah, I like that the bag is the same color as the can or the oh, container. I, oh, I didn't realize maybe they are yeah. referring to the container, but yeah. I thought there's a natural color is a big emblem on the front, and yeah. I'm very confused. I like used. both the fact that the bag looks like the bottle, mm-hmm. and that the popcorn doesn't look like the Cheetos does, where it's just coated in red oh, spice. Oh, the Cheetos is so ostentatious. Right? Vis-a-vis mm-hmm. this, Roger. I but, like that the popcorn is very, it's sprinkled with spice, or the sriracha sauce, right? But it's not blatantly obvious. Well, one assumes. Let's, it's let's not try. throwing let's, it in your face. Before we get into the merits of the appearance, <laughs> let's, let's now try the, the taste and see if maybe the, the fire engine red of the Cheetos flaming Hot is, you know, maybe an advantage, a selective advantage. It smells like white cheddar popcorn. It does. But I guess most popcorn has that kind of smell to it. Yo. This ain't my, even spicy. My first impression is unimpressed. I'm not even tasting the sriracha. Tastes I'm, like white cheddar popcorn. I'm, yeah, it tastes there's like a, no popcorn. There's a bit of a, a, like a very, very slight tingle at the back of the throat. Right at the end, mm. I got a little bit. But not 
anywhere near what the Cheetos had. I mean, there's lemon. almost a sweetness to it, and I think it's just the popcorn being sweet naturally. Mm-hmm. But I was surprised, yeah, because like you would mm-hmm. as, you would assume that it would be quite spicy, or at least I don't know, get a little flavor. more now. Yeah, I could feel it building as I reach for more popcorn. Do we need to shake the bag or something? Do we? Miss? No, no, no. There's no powder no. or anything on this one. That's crazy. No, no. Okay, stay with me on this one because okay. it is like the Cheetos building to almost. It does come from below. Unexpected amounts that I did not expect. Really? Even from three pieces. No, I'm noticing this as well because sriracha, when you put it on a burger or something, the okay. spice is at the end of the flavor. Usually, it's a creeper. It does creep up, and I can mm-hmm. feel it creeping up. Not to say that it's as hot as the Cheetos. It does take longer. Did we desensitize ourselves by eating the spicy? No, I don't think so. I, I had so. beer in between in it. Oh yeah, so we I... had enough beer in between. Palate cleansing, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was like 15 minutes ago we ate those Cheetos. I can still feel like the brain in my mouth. It's just like, it's not... Well, maybe that is the brain of the popcorn. Yeah, you're not tasting the sriracha because it is building in my mouth. It, yeah, it does a, come from below. It's a different burn than it is. the spicy Cheetos. It is. Would you say it's a, a lesser burn? I definitely think it's less spicy. Yeah? But I thought it built... Yeah, it built slower, and maybe it is a lesser burn than the Cheetos. It is overall lesser, but I would also say that if you gave me the choice of the two snacks... Cheetos. Oh, no, I was going to say the Srirachas. <sighs> no, that's not true. I think I like the spice of the Sriracha a little bit better. I'll but, give you that. But the texture and the mouthfeel and the corn chewiness of the... The Cheetos. Of the Cheetos is really nice. You know, it still does have that delicious Cheetos crunch and texture and the crunchiness, whereas the popcorn... It's a really mediocre delivery vector for oh, the shit. sriracha I feel it now. Holy, oh man, I think something, ooh, <laughs> okay. Slower for Mia, but I, think I'm I do agree with you into something. where the spice is, it tastes, there's a better flavor with the sriracha popcorn than there is with the Cheetos. The you Cheetos has a good flavor, but I think it's more of like a hot flavor, if you could give it that description. I agree. With the sriracha, it's an actual taste flavor. It tastes flavor. more like a well-rounded spice. Yes. The yes. Cheeto is the gimmick, the popcorn is like a snack. In the, in the best of all possible worlds for me, we would get the delicious, crunchy Cheetos-ness with this more mellow, but more rich sriracha spiciness. Mm. Isn't that asking a lot of a Cheeto, though? It's asking a lot of a just and benevolent God that he would give <laughs> us such a snack. <laughs> I mean, he gives us these two, and, and we're left to just mix them together, Okay, right? so what happened? Oh, my God. What would no. happen if we mix? No. <laughs> you know what? Not even... Let no man say that we were too timid. <laughs> I... We no. do like the mixology up in the... This is... This is all Taylor's game. That's out of you, out of your <laughs> scope. What? Whereas before we said that Chester the Cheeto was <laughs> riding high on his white sneakers with flames coming out the back. I could eat an entire bag of sriracha hot chili sauce popcorn. I could not eat an entire bag of Cheetos crunchy flame. What are you, pussy ass bitch? <laughs> <laughs> if we want to put that label on it, yeah, I guess I'm a Aww, pussy ass bitch. I'm right. sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm sad that I used those words, but I'm a, I'm a stick by. <laughs> Oh, goodness. How's that, Taylor? How's the unholy mixture of the two? I'm glad you're doing it before me, but He he does take one for team a lot. I'm not going to lie. This is great. Okay, fuck. I'm going to try it. Dude, I know honestly, <laughs> the textures of the spicy Cheetos and the popcorn together work so well. Okay, we talked about the right mix of the right it crunch. It has some crunch and some softness. Do you feel that there is a proper mixture of Cheetos to Sriracha Oh popcorn. my god. Okay. It's so good! This is amazing. This is an amazing snack. The crunch isn't, they're not contrasting so much that you're terrified of crunching down on a Cheeto. 
You're just enjoying the difference of the textures. I think it it, oh, it works perfectly because it's like a crunchy shell over a softer middle. Dude, this is a tight combination. I love it. I also like that it's like red and white. Very Canadian. The Not spiciness Canadian. also improves because mm. it becomes more even. You're right. You you slowly go up the spice scale. I am blown away by how good this is. Dude, I am. This is exciting. This is an exciting revelation. Because I was down on the on the srirachas and I was unimpressed by like not unimpressed, but I was not overwhelmed by the spicy Cheetos. But together, yeah, man. Ooh, I can like I'm gonna eat some more. I'm yeah, a, these are. I'm a changed really, man. I, I feel like Lauren really showed us the true way of like mixing things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She was like, "What happens if we put these two together?" As all good scientists do, we have crossed the lines of God and we have blended together the sriracha popcorn with the flaming hot cheetos crunchy let's take it in that same direction let us push farther into the abyss into the the unknown that anyone has before because i brought doritos ketchup chips for our international listeners i don't know if you guys have ketchup chips but in canada we have them i don't think other places do no it's a it's a rare commodity in the states i know that and regular listeners of our podcast all eight of you will know that <laughs> i have a a, a deep-seated resentment of the dorito of all Doritos kind, really. And just for Greg's I'll give you a quick rundown. Yeah, I need We've a background talked about check. Doritos quite a bit. Okay. And our biggest complaint about Doritos is the fact that we have a sticky residue that's left on our fingers after eating Doritos. And so one of our arguments is that if you can eat Doritos in public and continue eating them and then lick the stuff off of your fingers, you have really transcended into not giving a fuck. There was a rumor of a lady Dorito that was going to not have the powder but still taste like a Dorito. Mm -hmm. And it turned out, I think, to be not an <laughs> April Fool's joke, but like a... It sounds like one. A strange flight of fancy. I was excited at the prospect. Right? I thought it was a marketing thing, but then they realized just like the reaction that it would get from feminists. And they were like, oh no, this isn't working for us. So we're just going to pretend it wasn't something we were going to do anyway. I think that's what came out. Is it, But it's you the... know what? I would like the lady chip. I don't want the Dorito shit all Dude, over my fingers. What? Like calling it lady is the problem. That's the just Making a, a Dorito that isn't covered in fucking cheese is Make not a Make it a problem. neat chip and I'm there. I like things that are organized and cleanly. Cleanly? Cleansly. Cleans Cleansly. Cleansed. But that makes it sound so white power. Like, I, I don't want <laughs> you to don't have, You're that. not going to call it cleansing Dorito. Cleansed. <laughs> you know, you're going to call it something <laughs> along the lines. Cleansed Dorito. A chipping yeah. cleansing. Jesus. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Dorito. I don't want to give Doritos too many ideas. Yeah, you mean Doritos that. dainty. Like, <laughs> I get that. Where do you fall on having Doritos in public with that greasy, powdery crap on your fingers? Yo, I'm going to throw this out there. Controversial opinion. I don't like being sticky. I don't like being covered in any food That's residue. If you, you don't like being sticky, of, controversial. Some sort of implement, uh, like a wet nap or, God forbid, you lick one of your fingers oh, yo. three times and then just use a napkin and clean it off. The only reason I ask is because generally that's what I do. Really? I got, oh my god, tastes good. Napkin, clean it yeah, off. Okay, but yo. would you do it in public and like as a like uh, as a show of like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do this, bitch. God no. If anything, I yeah. keep it to myself. Exactly. It's something that you're, you're kind of ashamed of. I'm kind of ashamed of. That's a good good segue because I feel like Greg, and I don't I don't want to make you feel bad, but I feel like you're victim blaming me here. <laughs> 
Like if Doritos in every bag had like a little four pack of sanitary napkins right. that I could wipe my fingers <laughs> with, oh my I would God. be like Doritos. Dollar idea. So that would be so, okay. Doritos. Idea. What the fuck? Why aren't you listening to but Snacks in like, Podcast? They're like, yeah, like I gotta carry around a little wet dash with me. Like that's. And I'm not saying you have to. That's why I say the napkins. But I, I can barely carry my keys around. No, but with it's me. the napkins don't provide enough of a cleansing factor on your fingers. Na- you still have that residue and the stickiness left over. Wet nap or better. That's the only thing I'm going to say. And wet naps will, are hard to find. I will agree slash disagree with you. Okay. In the fact that in public, wet naps, napkins. When I'm at home, you know that finger is greasy and powdery. Oh, yo, that is all fine. I can just like go to the sink and, and wash my hands And then I go to off. town on it. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Yeah, but that's fine, home. Okay? That's in private. We're thinking like in public. Public is fine. In private... I can make girls jealous of how the Dorito powder comes off my finger. Okay? Whoa. Wow, you guys suck. That's all I'm you're saying. Just, you're just selling it. That's all I'm saying. Ooh. That's all okay. I'm saying. Well, now that we've done enough preamble about Doritos, Jesus. let us see if their ketchupy cousins have the same sticky residue. Ketchupy <laughs> cousins? I'm amazed at the graphic design of this bag, which is so 60s. It's very okay, right? It's ex- it's very extremely sixties. I'm gonna take a shot. <laughs> I'm gonna take a shot of this. Yeah, give me that. It just has like two take a shot of flat that red tones. It has like weird ketchup Dorito. It's very confusing in terms of like I don't want to eat what's in that picture because that picture is not good. Oh, on the back they're aware. It says retro look oh, timeless <laughs> flavor. You're seeing the back. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, let's dive in. Greg, will you join me on a absolutely a chip expedition? I'm gonna dive right in. Full chip. Full chip. That's what I like to hear. Cheers. Mm. So my, Just like the old uh, worth it food. Yeah, right. my Cheers. initial impression is that it does kind of look like a landscape on Mars in that it is a an orangey color with red dust everywhere. Red. I forgot what we were supposed to talk about it first. <laughs> I don't know. There's just something... Doritos ketchup just the look of it it screams like 70s kitchen to me are there other kinds of doritos that are not dorito flavored i mean there's a cool ranch chili lime like sweet chili heat i guess but there's no like uh chip flavored doritos there's no usually. salt vinegar dorito there's no sour cream to, to be fair there isn't even a dorito flavored dorito there's no plain dorito isn't the there? regular Dorito is Doritos Nacho Cheese. Oh my god. What? No, no, you're, you're kidding. You're the looking glass. We've always assumed Not a Dorito had cheese. cheese. Now, I give you this. If you took a Dorito chip, a plain corn tortilla chip shaped mm-hmm. in a triangle, mm-hmm. and you just cooked it's it from... Adoro. <laughs> cooked it. Cooked it from that triangular shape of corn tortilla. Yeah. There would be no flavor. It would be flavored like corn tortilla. It would be a Tostito. So a regular Dorito, in like most people's thing. minds, is cheese-flavored. Well, obviously, you blow my like, mind, okay, sir. no, no, no. Obviously, Dorito has some kind of, like, flavoring on it, but I never thought to assume that the nacho cheese was a given with Dorito. I will, I'll confess that that is what I believed of the Dorito. I believe that Dorito was inherently a cheesy boy rather than a, a neutral character. <laughs> a good character. cheesy boy. Because you're right. A, a Dorito without nacho cheese is just a Tostito. It's just a Tostito. It's a Tostito. And I like a Tostito. It's a corn Tostito because regular Tostitos are Wait, wheat Tostitos so are just uh, corn chips. I thought right? they were corn. Corn I chips. I their whole thing. Yeah. What do they call corn them? corn chips with, with, again, I'm bringing up new <laughs> snacks to the podcast, no, which came new to Canada. There's the gold Dorito, or gold Tostito, mind mm. you, which is a corn, a pure corn tortilla chip. My god, sir. You are a font of information right here. <laughs> that sounds I, amazing. I like my snacks. I, Dude, yes. you should be now back. You, now you, you know, back. Like, now you you should know host the, this podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that, str- 
struggle I went through for three weeks leading up to tonight? <laughs> now you know. I am a snack. So much. I am a snack aficionado. Life so is wise. struggling. Life is struggling when you have to think about what snacks to talk about. It's There's often, so many options. It's often the hardest when you know the most because you're like, which knowing the most. What knowledge can I convey? I believe I just realized that. <laughs> it's, it's hard to So if you ever the... need a chip guy. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. So do you see yourself as a chip guy, or is it just anything that's, like, salty and crunchy? I do like salty and crunchy things. I think if it came to chips, I know the most information about them. Okay. Snack food in general, I wouldn't say, like, I'm a, a dairy product guy, like an ice cream guy or a yogurt guy. Like, okay. those are snack foods as well. So that's my, you don't like treats. Um, you like snacks. Correct. Absolutely. That's Ooh. why you have snack time. Oh, what about your candy? <laughs> you a fan of a candy? I don't enjoy most candies, I think, because of a conscious decision not to eat as much sugar as I should. That's mm-hmm. fair. I honestly, I have talked about this a lot in the podcast, but I like candy, but whenever I see how brightly colored it is, I'm like, oh, especially when something is blue, I'm like, that doesn't exist in nature. No candy should be well, blue Well, it's funny for me. I mean, obviously, in the course of this podcast, we drink a lot of beer. (laughs) Yeah, I mean. But I don't get hung over from beer, but sometimes I'll pound some Starburst, you know, I'll go real hard on some some Fuzzy Peach or some Cherry Blasters, and I'll wake up the next morning and be like, I am hungover. Yeah. Sugar hangover. My stomach hurts. I have a headache. My tongue is raspy and dry. A few weeks ago, we had the same thing. We got a little bit into it, and just... Sour Patch Kids. Oh, Sour Patch shit. Kids. That was <laughs> what I was going to guess. Like, like three bags of Sour Patch Kids. I felt worse than the worst time that I'd ever been drinking the next morning. Yeah. It, I felt it? like a bag you know, of you're lucky, crap. Greg. I was, right before I bought these chip varieties I picked up, we were going to be eating Sour Patch. <gasps> there's a new Sour Patch Extreme Sour. Whoa. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've eaten of the Sour um, Patch Extreme Sour and the Sour Patch Watermelon. I'm salivating okay. now. Yeah, I'm thinking about it and my mouth Even just hearing that, ready. I was like, oh my god, right, I'm ready. continue that voyage my, another time. My mouth and body are ready. That's the thing. Oof. The more you learn, the more you learn how ignorant you have been your whole um, life. We may be in a golden age of snacks. Are we in the spiral of snacks? Golden a, age an of An upward spiral. An upward spiral. The virtuous circle, right? Because as you're saying, if you're telling me in the last couple months new and interesting kinds of snacks have been coming into Canada that's very intriguing to me and that's what I think I think the way that things are going with the economy and certain people making decisions about how the economy should be run the Zion Internationalist (laughs) Brotherhood correct I feel like the more things you're going to see that weren't prevalent in Canada are going to come to Canada soon be it different flavored cereals banana flavored anything bananas I don't want to it sucks to bring this up now because I was in Palm Springs five months ago they had (laughs) banana flavored Oreos so I mean chocolate and banana may sound not the greatest no I would love it I would love it banana anything banana okay banana Oreos I'm not kidding there were graham cracker Oreos Uh, there was I mean like you can't even find vanilla Oreos and I mean not vanilla in the sense of just regular cream icing because that's Cream ice. There's vanilla. There ones. are vanilla Oreos in the states. My God, you sir. can find two them of here, my favorite though. things: chocolate and vanilla, mixed into a I cookie do, form. I do wait, think chocolate. That... Wait, okay, so chocolate. Chocolate ice... wafers. Yeah. Vanilla center, not yeah. cream icing or uh, what do they call it? It's just icing cream. cream. Icing cream center. Oh, okay. I thought it's you were talking about the like the white flavored... cookie with the vanilla inside. No, that's graham cracker Oreos. I want to say. No, those are just no. That's just the vanilla... white Oreos. There's are white Oreos. They yeah. are very <laughs> vanilla-y, but they don't have the chocolate, which is what you're that's describing. Interesting, you're yeah. describing a chocolate what Oreo a with a cracker. You're talking about an inverse Oreo. <laughs> that's my mild racist joke. What a cracker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, dude. Okay. Oh. He has already made a... Uh, she can't handle the word cracker. I can. <laughs> with the word cracker? Word I'm going to repeat a joke that Dan Harmon repeats where he says, uh, you know, brother, you can call a white person anything. Call him a peckerwood. 
call him a honky, call him a cracker, but don't you be calling him a racist. <laughs> oh my god. That's, that's the worst thing you call away from. That's a very Dan Harmon thing to say. Yeah, that's I almost correct. showed up today wearing a Rick and Morty shirt, actually. Oh, nice. okay. Have you seen Dan Harmon? Have you listened to <laughs> I his see, podcast? Actually, I see Dan Harmon everywhere no, in Edmonton, where I'm like, there's no way Dan Harmon's here, but I see him at least Wait, once a week. Exactly, because he he's, he's here. No, no, he's not here. You just, there he's are... every man. Dan Harmon oh, is no, the kind of guy that you see everywhere. He's not a Brad Pitt or a Tom Cruise or Maybe I'm looking at every man differently from a female perspective. I've sent you Snapchats where I'm like, is this Dan Harmon drumming for this band? No, you haven't. No, you haven't. I definitely Okay, whatever. Dan Harmon is just like a type of guy, and if you like, let your eyes blur a little bit, you see Dan Harmon everywhere. He is, but I'm never... Yeah, you do. Maybe because I see him as an iconic looking person, so I feel like I don't assume somebody looks like him until... Mm, yeah. I don't know. I've I seen at least pl- three or four people who I'm like, oh, like that's Dan Harmon. Yeah, but the, okay. To yeah. be fair, I do the whole thing like that guy's a Canadian guy, and I'm See, like, in my Whoa. in my face, I like or my face. In the way my I envision face. people, it's almost like I run them through like a filter where I like, oh, that's like the same cartoon. Like, oh, okay, like, like it, the archetype. Yeah, an archetype. Archetypal. It's not visually, aesthetically the same person, but like they have the same kind of like feel. Well, archetype is what is what I mean. Where yep. I'm like. You know, it, it, just in that Dan Harmon is a uh, somewhat portly man with a narrow head who's gray hair and glasses and a beard. I, and he I'm is like, the everyman. Like, there's a million guys. Like, he's it's the like guy, how... He's okay, the guy okay, so, no, okay, see, I think what's happening here is that your guys' idea of an everyman is, like, a kind just of, looks. like, a fat, like, kind of whatever guy. Well, every, uh, okay. My idea of an everyman no. is a little bit different. Well, okay, no, that's why I'm going to pull out the term everyman. What I mean is that he's just a type that you see everywhere. Okay. Charles, Henry. Okay, Henry is an Asian. That's an Asian guy's name. But you go to the Toys R Us store, and you're like, all right, Mark. All all right, Mark, you can go down the the boys' aisle. Like, let's go. Let's go look at the eight kinds of guys there are. Yeah. You pull off the shelf, and it's like, it is a Dan Harmon type. If you're like, what do 45-year-old to 50-year-old guys look like? See, that's, that's the one thing. of them. Dan maybe because I don't, maybe because I don't see him. Maybe I haven't met that archetype enough for me to be an archetype. No, that's a fair I've run point. into a lot of like office bros, oh, so yeah. they're archetypes <laughs> for me. Okay, Could sure. Get and I want to throw this out there <laughs> that I once ran into myself. As an archetype. Oh shit, I've run into myself too. Some, I've seen the other Mia who lives in Edmonton. Okay, but everybody's told me, oh shit, were you there? I was I was going to say hi to you and I was like, what the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, I, I saw my own self. Right? I saw this guy and I'm like, we are wearing okay, vintage jackets, a, no, long brown but hair, now you, weird okay, hair. You're talking about a doppelganger. I'm talking about a doppelganger. You're talking about an archetype. I'm talking about, an, yeah. Yeah, so what I I'm saying is that it implies that there's a whole bunch of I just of wanted to make sure you guys were on the same page. No, no, no. You have a, you have a type. I have a doppelganger. You told me that you saw me longboarding. Not, you weren't longboarding. I was longboarding. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, no, I, I was like, do you no. longboard? I'm like, I, was, I was swooping by and I was like, is that Mia? It doesn't look, it looks like Mia, but not something Mia would wear. Okay, so I thought I found her on Instagram. She's part of a band. And I'm like, maybe this is the girl. I want to hunt this bitch down. I saw the other I you. Have I saw a different her. other you on uh, on Bumble the other day where I was like swiping. I'm like, this looks like Mia. Damn it, I'm an archetype. Fuck. That's that's what I'm trying to get. Is that having yeah. one oh, no, glasses and red hair yeah. implies Fuck. that you are like, which is like a, I don't want to get too much off topic of what you want to uh, do, dude, but we, we are. Yeah, <laughs> oh, we are sorry. gone. Uh, but I want to make sure that the doppelganger thing for you, so see, not not just for you, but for Mia is, and I just thought of it. From the back or from the front, what do you consider a doppelganger? Because I like we see a I mean, lot of I, people that have oh, similar looks from the back, and you're like, oh, that looks like there's no, no I, have a, okay. I saw this guy. We walked. We looked at each other, 
It was like the episode of Broad City where Alana meets like herself. Yeah, yeah. And I saw this guy, and we looked at each other, gave each other like a nod, <laughs> and then his friend who was standing beside him at the bus stop, it was outside of O2's on 112th Street. He was totally fucked up. No, his, his, he was just like waiting for the bus with his buddy. And we were in, like, even similar style with jackets. Yeah. And his buddy, the reason I knew it was, it was true is that because he looked at me, looked at his friend, looked at me, looked at his friend. <laughs> and, like, we all in that moment were like, we're the same person. <laughs> I'm like, That's how, how did I just walk by myself? Mia, did you eat the ketchup Dorito? I tried the ketchup Dorito. And you know what? That shit is tight. I, I think honestly it's like actually it. really good. I did want to say, I thought, yeah, it was a good ketchup taste. A little more ketchupy, or I guess vinegary. Are you being exposed to a ketchup chip? It's sour. No, I love I love ketchup chips, and I oh. like the ketchup Doritos. Just a little more acidic than it was very a vinegary. ketchup like chip. You I know, actually feel like, like that the tomato was more subdued in the Dorito. Yeah. Huh. I felt like the tomato really comes out because it's very sweet compared to the Dorito chip, which is just a corn chip. If we don't consider that underneath, it's naked like all of us. I also want to point out. Behold these clean-ass hands. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not that as powdery. Too, yeah. It has powder, but that powder is well adhered to the Dorito. And to that's the... a key. Because I really do like this chip. It's just like the ketchup chip. And, like, the ketchup chips don't make your hands powdery and weird. No. So I like the... Honestly, as much of an affront to God as it is, the, the ketchup Dorito is actually really good. I think... I actually, in eating the Doritos ketchup, and I'll confess that uh, my buddy Satch was the one who uh, cajoled me to try one because I I was appalled at the idea. I it was abhorrent to me. Abhorrent. 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 It's a great word. I'm I sorry. love it. I'm gonna keep using it. I feel like I've only ever seen it written, so I'm just gonna keep rocking it. Abhorrent. Uh, I thought it was abhorrent too. All right. <clears throat> Anyways, yeah, the Doritos ketchup. I'm I'm truly pleased with it, and it indicates to me that a Dorito, as you were saying, you also revealed that Dorito doesn't necessarily imply cheese. It doesn't imply the gross <laughs> cheese. No cheese. There doesn't it, have to be cheese on the, a Dorito. The corn Dorito can be an amazing chassis upon which to build a great chip. Chassis. Perfect way, perfect way to put wow, that. Wow, I want to clap, but I know it's not great that. for your mic. That that is, you're absolutely no, right. Any, is a, any flavor can be put on a Dorito. Dude, I want to try the Dorito salt and vinegar. I want to try the Dorito all dressed. So you want to see the Dorito C's of like what it has to offer. The Dorito no. spectrum. The my Dorito eyes, spectrum! Like, the scales have fallen out of my eyes, and I can no longer, I no longer read... You know what's happening? A Dorito doesn't have to have cheese. You're it no longer have have bound by the rules of Dorito. You've yes. been rid of your Be prejudices. Be free, my yeah. brother. Yep. Dude, if they ever do a Doritos <laughs> contest, like, you know how Lay's does the new flavor contest? Yeah. Get Doritos all dressed. Dude, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. It's probably going to okay, happen. Okay, whoa, With the I'm success sorry. of ketchup Doritos, it's probably going to happen. Also, You're going to see is, an all That is a lot. Voyage to go on. That, like, the first... What okay. I would say a normal chip flavor Wait, okay. is ketchup. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. I have a question for uh, because I am uninformed. I believe that there are all dressed chips out there that exist, but are there any that are ruffles and that actually deliver the same kind of like all dressed satisfaction that uh, the ruffles bring? I don't know if ruffles is the original all dressed chip, but it, it but definitely it makes a the flagship all dressed. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. It is. If I'm like. If I'm having a time and I'm like, oh, I need something salty and crunchy and delicious and whatever, it's usually because I'm drinking. And I want the all-dressed motherfucking ruffles. Honestly, it makes me sad that other people don't have all-dressed. <laughs> and North, Amer or North America is halved well, by the fact that uh, can uh, Americans don't experience the all-dressed chip. 
Once they do, I'm sure their mind will be blown and they will no longer want to well, uh, exercise their terror frights. For me, it's terror frights. Terror frights. <laughs> yeah, like that would really settle down President Trump if he ate some old nests. <laughs> um, it's actually really off. sad to me because I know there's a bit in The Simpsons where, uh, you know, when they're in space and Homer opens the bag of chips. Oh, yeah. And Buzz Aldrin goes, Watch out! They're ruffled! <gasps> Which means that Americans have ruffled chips. Oh, no, they do have. But they don't have all dressed. They don't have the all dressed. Which oh, is you like, know what? what is okay. the point of ruffled chips that are not all dressed? What if the author of that Simpsons episode was able to find the all dressed What if it was the all dressed chip in space fucking up Homer Simpson's experience in space? I think it actually. You know that would what? be amazing. I think just ruffle is a funny word. Ruffle. <laughs> it's like probably why they made Buzz Aldrin say that. But watch out, they're all dressed. It would have also been pretty funny. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. All right. Too much, well, too much. Normally we would do Mathers before the last snack, but let's just dive right into the all dressed. Okay, no, no, no. Uh, you seem like you have some information. No, no, I was just going to say, okay. in 2015, I think going along with your pop culture references, in 2015, American food manufacturer Frito-Lay began selling the all-dressed variety of their Ruffles potato chip to the U.S. market. Wow. God so we can safely assume that came from Wikipedia, full disclosure. Uh, the, but we can safely assume, I think, that before 2015, unless people had been to Canada or somewhere that sold an all-dressed chip, the U.S. market as a whole didn't really see what an all-dressed chip was. And I know a lot of people, like you said, don't know what a ketchup chip is. You so. know what? Insulin, telephones... All dressed chips. ATMs. ATMs, yeah. Every no, I don't want to sign for anything ever again. I have to oh. in America. Yo, we're going to chastise you, America. Get your, your ATM, your debit, your credit infrastructure up to I scratch. I just what lean my card oh, against cards. the machine and I pay cards. for it. I, you use cash for things? You sign for your debit? Terrible. Your, your credit receipt? Let's, let's break it down. You still have a $1 bill, America? Oh, shit. Dude, where are your coins cool. at, America? Get up the time. We have so many commemorative coins, it make your head We don't spin. even have pennies. Okay. Our, our bills are made of weird plastic, and they are <laughs> colorful and on our level. <laughs> your money is so boring. That being said, your money does look good in big suitcases. You know what I like about American money is that it convinces you that you have way more than you actually do. Because when I look at my wallet, I'm like, oh, it's all green. No, it's just one. You know what? <laughs> For the purposes only of strippers, yeah. dollar bills. Oh, great! Right. Make that shit rain. Oh, I'm gonna fun fact for our American listeners in Alberta. There was a law passed in the 1970s because uh, people were upset that patrons of strip bars were touching the strippers. Uh, oh, yeah, you know, because of that morality either. thing, the whole puritanical thing we got going here. And uh, I mean, you guys got going down there too, <laughs> America. America. But anyways, in a, in a puritanical effort to cleanse strip clubs to make them safer places, now in Alberta, Alberta, Canada, you cannot sit within three feet of the dance floor or the the stage. You sit like kind of a little bit at the back. And you can't touch the strippers. That's a law. Mm-hmm. But what happened instead, the reaction to that, is that we now chuck loonies. Those are $1 coins that have a loon on them. Loonies. We chuck loonies and toonies at strippers. We literally throw coins at the fucking strippers. We can't touch them. We can't get within a couple feet of them while they're dancing. But you can throw coins at them. Throwing loonies and toonies at a woman that's, is just You know, I, like, I, I appreciate that that's the reality. But, like, it's that, that's some weird... Makes Backfiring, me really bullshit. Yeah. Where instead of strip clubs becoming cleaner places, they became places where we literally throw shit at women. Okay. Okay, so let's talk about peelers. <laughs> the peelers, the rippers, the strippers. How yes. do we... F- How do you Ooh, feel yeah. about strippers, Greg? Uh, I lost the stripper club mentality when I was about 22 years old. Tight. It's when you okay. realize that it's really expensive, right? That was about six years ago. Me too. The last time that I was in a strip club, 
uh, sorry, a, a female working establishment. <laughs> it is a strip club. There's, yeah. You can call it whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, we know what it is. I spent the entire, probably, oh, I don't know, let's call it five hours, six hours, at the strip club, playing pool with a 55-year-old father friend of, like, a, not my father, but a, a dad of a friend. Mm-hmm. Spent the entire five, six hours playing pool because we were the only two people in there that didn't want to be there. Yeah. Okay, I would I would suggest that maybe you were also with other people who didn't want to be there, but who didn't have the balls to show you know, honestly, that they didn't want to I be there. I wish there was pool and more strip and, clubs. And that yeah. could be that could be the case. Because I feel like um, I have been to strip joints where dudes are like, I don't really want to be here, and you can see the discomfort in their face, but they don't actually do anything because they're with their buddies, and it not, would be an uncool thing to there's do. There's not an alternative thing to do. There's no like if there was an arcade. I bet you a lot of dudes would be playing asteroids instead of looking at a snippet. If there was an arcade in the strip joint, none of the women would be getting looked at. Hashtag rec room, uh, Edmonton South. Hashtag the rec room, Uh, where your strippers and arcades meet. (laughs) You have had a date in the rec room? Type The rec room is a good time because it combines all those popular things, video games, arcades, food, drink, everything in the same same area, right? And strippers. That's what you don't find with strippers or strip clubs. Is that it's a very particular niche market. And uh, if you're not going there looking for that exact thing, and this was a bachelor party that I went to, and even for that, most of the guys there were disengaged. Yeah, they that's my experience at strip clubs as well. When I was about exactly. 19, 20, I'm like, well, I'm not seeing uh, tits on the regular, so so let's exactly. uh, let's take a gander. That's I hate to say this uh, for sake of the podcast, but I mean, like, if you really wanted that kind of experience, like that can be done with a significant other. In your house, or not even a significant other. Oh, I assure you, nineteen-year-old me, Greg, was not something in your own abode that could probably give you way more of an experience than going somewhere to watch. Literally struggling. I'm going to say the the it's it's a blanket quote. Struggling college students slash single mothers. People who need money. Yeah, it's a stigma, right? Like it's. Well, but it's not. You don't want to. You don't want to think about them like that. And most people that go there for a regular basis don't. Yeah. But at the same time, that's why I don't want to go there. Yeah. Well, it's like, I don't know, it's a, a, a flawed analogy, but it's the same as like eating meat, right? Where like, at a certain level, you do come across moral... Now, are discom- we still talking about strip clubs, too? <laughs> <laughs> but like, basically, living in this world, you are inherently going to be morally compromised. It's just like, where do you draw those lines? True. Where do you, what, what sectors are you particularly horrified True. by? Like, at the one level, like, your average server may be an exploited woman who has no other options. But on another level, maybe it's someone who realized that this is a better option than working for minimum wage while they went and got their degree. Like, And that's a fair point, too. And, like, both those stories, like, exist. And it's, like, for you as the consumer, like, how the fuck are you going to tell? And that's, I think that's where the, the struggle comes from, is that I don't want to make that decision. Mm-hmm. I don't want to support that type of lifestyle. But at the same time, it's like you say, it's going to be more lucrative than working a dead-end job at, at some fast-food restaurant. Yeah. You can drive yourself so. mad imagining the, like, the what-ifs of any scenario. Oh, it's, trust it, me, I've me, been through that. It's more just like keep it respectful, keep it like, like don't be skin flint, don't be a dick. 100%. Just do your best. 100%. Um, you mean like behaviors of a strip joint? Well, I was going to say in, in regards to your attitudes towards uh, oh, sex sorry. workers, oh, yeah, strippers, a, poor people, who, whomever enough. you might like not understand the struggle. Just don't be a dick. Don't, don't assume their struggle, but don't also dismiss the struggle. Just be a respectful human being. Don't be a dick. Be nice. Correct. It's cool to be nice. It's cool Correct. to be nice. And I think that's how everyone should act. And I think... Uh, One I more thought on the stomach of strip joints. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
I once went to Chez Pierre Cabaret, a, oh, yeah? a downtown staple. On right up the street. <laughs> I, I've had some some. I've had a fun night at Chez Pierre. It was really nice. It's a, a more quiet, intimate way we It actually has a, a pool table. Now that I think about it. Um, I've been there three times. One time I almost saw a fight, which was really fun. Uh, one time I just had like a normal night. It was also fun. I got drunk and saw some like pretty. pretty uh, I was saw some lettuce and some strippers more than anything. Where I like, <laughs> was like, not a loss. Hanging upside down on the pool, like twirling around. I'm like, nice. oh, that's amazing. Like, yeah, that's where I'm impressed by. I really want to take a full. Uh, but one time I showed up on a Saturday, you know, like 11:30 midnight. Actually, pretty good. And there were no strippers. Oh, there dude. were just no strippers. Just dudes. Wow. There were just like eight people in the club. Because they have to hire them, right? But no show. Well, there was no show. Like maybe they were no, doing like private uh, dances or something. Quote unquote, no talent. Yeah, like I paid my Ooh. like ten dollar cover and then stepped aside. It's like what? There's there's no strippers. Like what the fuck is this? I paid good money. I paid good see. money. Like if I had known there'd be no strippers, I'd just have left. Oh, that's interesting. And we, we were there for like 45 minutes just like, and I was there, I had like brought people because I was like uh, a woman I was dating at the time and like her friends were like, and they're like, you know, I've never been to Shape I'm like, oh, it's pretty fun. Like it's, we're at Red Star, it's like right across the street. You know, yeah, like, exactly. And then we, we walked over, no strippers, which on a st- Saturday night, I feel like you could reasonably expect at least one. All right, we're going to move into our sole regular segment of the show, Mad Libs. Greg, when was the last time you did a Mad Lib? 11 years old. Yeah. So that would have been like 2000, the dawn of the new millennium? I was, yeah, 2000, yeah, exactly. What 2000. were you doing when you 28 years old? I'm the exact same age as you. All right, cool. Yep. What's your birthday? November 3rd. Ooh, I'm older than you, but by exactly. Most people are because months. I was born or in three months. A July mine's, 3rd? Mine's August 3rd, Mia's is August September 3rd. 3rd. Yours is November 3rd. What? If we make a friend whose birthday is October 3rd, 1989, Best we complete the, the square and uh, we actually level up all together. Wait, square or triangle? <laughs> There'd be four of us. That is oh, a oh, I thought you were talking about a, 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 a prism. We're already threes. kind of a fucked up looking Yeah, it's triangle. already a trifecta of some kind. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's good. There's two, sure. um, there's two choices. Sure. Would you like to do famous quotes from the American Revolution? Oh, God. Or the spooky opera, part two? Oh, my God, I want both. <laughs> uh, only because I don't know much about the first option, I will choose the spooky opera. All right, the spooky opera. I gave you a piece of paper here that has the parts of speech and some yes. examples that you can use for oh, inspiration. Oh, yes. No, I, I'm an English major, so... Oh, Are fucking you nerd. Not... For school, but in each one of my high school courses, I got 97% or higher. Hey! Yeah. Nice. That's cool. I'm also writing a novel. Oh, no, you're not. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, that was one of my personal things, though. Nothing to do with, like, okay. I don't want money for it. I just I want to write a novel. Go I'm going to forget, but you should ask me about war games after this. Okay, go ahead. Yes. <laughs> All right. Give me a noun, please, Greg. Pickle. Pickle. Oh, Pickle, tight. Rick. All right. <laughs> a noun for Mia, please. Intestines. Intestines. A plural noun. Oh, sorry, intestine. I was going to say, does that count? Oh, maybe maybe <laughs> it should be like a kidney or something. Kidney. <laughs> All right, my adjective will be lit. Lit. <laughs> lit. I love it. Very millennial. All right, a noun, please. Another noun? Chair. Chair. All right, Mia, a part of the body. Foot. Foot, okay. A person in the room is male. Well, I obviously that's going to be Greg. <laughs> a verb that ends in ing. In ing? PC? PC? PG? Oh, any verb. We fucking. have fucking. Okay, cool. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> an adverb, Mia. <sighs> Look at your parts of speech list. Severely. Oh, oh, oh. I'm sure we both know the. I've been thinking about adverbs, my guy. English language. I mean, she, I'm sure she knows the Croatian language a little bit better. No, I do. I do Mia, not. Mia's weak spot is adverbs I, for it, sure. It is just worse. <laughs> All right, 
Yeah, uh, me often guilty of looking around the room for things to say. Books. These are all verbs. Chapters. <laughs> I don't uh, know. <laughs> like record. All right. Adjective. My adjective will oh. be depressingly. Um, that's a that's an adverb. Mm. If you're oh. Looking. Depressing is. All right. I'll do depressing and then in brackets Lee. <laughs> depressing. 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 Because the thing is, is the Lee does not indicate an adverb necessarily. I see what you mean. I see what you mean. It will be a noun for for your boy Greg. Three nouns in a row. Huxley. Huxley. What what. Okay. Like a, 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 Isn't that a person? Oh, I guess like that is a person. Huxley. It yeah. couldn't be a person. I feel like give me a non... Uh, is it a non-prop? I'm not trying to look. I, I don't know. Okay, okay. Uh, table. Table. Fuck, okay. chair. Oh, <laughs> such an idiot. <laughs> you, know, you want to redo? I'll give you a mulligan. Uh, come back to me in, like, after Mia's. Okay. <laughs> Mia, an exclamation. Like, if someone, someone's like, Sun. Sun. Oh, Sun. S-U-N. Sun. What the fuck? All right. My verb will be... My verb will be hiding. A noun, please. Again, adverb, but whatever. It's fine. What? You, no, it's you can not. be hiding. Hide. hide. I hide, you hide. To hide, hide, is, hide a is a verb. Sure. Okay, I'll, I'll make it work in the transcription. <laughs> uh, it's a noun for you, please, Greg. Another? Yeah, your noun. Microphone. My, microphone. I don't know. I'm getting all nouns. All right, my adverb will be daintily. Ooh, That's a great verb. Adverb. And give me a number, please. 62. 62. Oh, I fully expect the 69 there. Right. You know. no, 62 is my favorite number. What? Why? It's my hockey number. Why? Lame. Like my like when I was younger playing hockey, that was my number. No, I, I, I understand the concept of a hockey oh. number, but why is that your hockey number? Because it was. I On my know. team, I mean, we all have the jerseys from like one to like 18. So hmm. 62. That's the. It's my favorite number. Has been since I was like seven years old. Do you have any lucky associations 62. with with 62? No. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing really luckily associated with 62. Yippee. Oh, wait, 62. Yippee! Yippee! 62! <laughs> shall we read the, the second part? I we mean, fucking shall. Of the spooky opera? I don't know if we did the spooky opera part one previously on the Mad Libs. Oh, boy. It must have been very emotional, because the monster, Greg... The, the monster, start, Greg? At, or the <laughs> monster, comma, Greg? <laughs> no, no, no. We uh, are playing Mad the Libs. The monster, however. comma, Greg, as I say it to you, Greg... Kay. The monster has kidnapped the pickle who he loves. Mm. And he must wear a kidney to cover his face <laughs> because he's so lit. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Naturally, the girl doesn't like this, and she thought he was nothing but a chair and that he might have been a little touched in the foot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay, yep. Yeah. And meanwhile, I guess this is a play because her fiancé, played by Greg, suspects yes. what has happened to her, and he begins to... He began fucking the tunnels for her. Yes. As you do. As one does. That's not how I'd phrase it, but yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm also, tunnels. I'm going to call out Mad Libs because they're beginning a sentence with the word but, which okay. is improper at best. Uh, no, just the worst. But the monster had severely prepared a very depressing trap. So when the fiancé went into the room, a huge sl sun slammed down behind him. Oh, that's good. That's what? Good. The fuck, mm. the monster said to the girl. <laughs> Works for everything. Now, you will have to marry me, or I will hide your fiancé. No, no, the girl cried. That would be a microphone worse than death. <laughs> but the monster, in a very dramatic reveal, took off his mask, and the girl saw that he looked just like Willem Dafoe. No! Oh, yes! <laughs> so she married him. Oh. 
And they lived daintily for 62 years. Willem Dafoe would live. That, ladies and gentlemen, you have the plot line for the Florida Project. There you go. <laughs> I haven't seen it. No. Have you guys seen it? No, we meant to. We, we just, were supposed we just to, told yeah. you the whole plot line. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Yeah. Man, man, Willem Dafoe is bad. Honestly, oh, if the monster, like Scooby Doo style, revealed himself, you're like, Willem Dafoe! I'd be tight. You're the one who was haunting the old quarry. <laughs> yeah. You were the one that was haunting the halls of the AMP. <laughs> Oh shit, we never ate the all Alright, let's, let's eat some for form. Let's, oh, all, let's all have a couple. Oh yes. And yeah. revel in their delicious vinegar and onion and... Should we talk about it? I mean, um, everybody's had all dressed chips. That's the thing. We, we already rhapsodized it enough, we just didn't eat it. So now we have officially eaten them. Dude, these are the tightest fucking chips in the world. Ruffles all dressed chips are the best chips. They're actually so amazing. Like, I'm worried that like... I will never find a chip that is better than this because I have not found a chip that is better in form, structure, integrity, and taste, and and feel. Oh, it's so crunchy too. And emotional satisfaction. I, I think I just I'm just so happy about the all dress chip. The thing with the Ruffles all dress is that it's amazing, but it's it's every day, where you might want a specifically Dude, it's the girl weird next door. flavor. <laughs> oh, it is the girl next door. It's the girl next door. Where it's perfect. But you know, maybe you just want that that weirder. You want that burning of the salt and vinegar. You want that tanginess of the sour cream and onion. You want the the scorchiness of like a, a spicy thing. But the all dress, man, that that has to be best That's all whole. around. I mean, it's all dressed. It, it's perfect. It's a perfect chip. May I put the question out there? Yes. To yes. Find out your guys's favorite chip flavor. Mm-hmm. Being the chip guy at this particular <laughs> table, and I'm talking Ruffles, Old Dutch, Lay's, Doritos, Miss Vicky, salt and vinegar. Miss so Vicky's. you're talking about. Any, You're talking about um, a structure, integrity, a brand of potato anything. chip, and I will include Doritos in that because that okay. technically is a chip. What about mm-hmm. Pringles, which are not really? Okay, well, there are enough potato to qualify as a potato chip, mm-hmm. so I will agree with Pringles. What you consider a chip? I wouldn't consider popcorn a chip. No, not a chip. No, of course not. No, no, no. It's not crispy. It's not. It's not, not potatoes. I wouldn't consider a Cheeto a chip. No. Made I would corn. consider Ruffles, Doritos, Lay's. Old Dutch Okay, okay, okay. Before you go further, a chip. A Miss Vicky something. May may I uh, may I bring up something like crispers or a Pringles? Crispers or crackers? Okay. Pringles are a chip. Okay, but they're not made in the same way that like ruffles are. Because they're they Pringles seem are like, an ersatz chip. I would feel. I would they say feel like they've been molded into a paste and then cut up. That's into something that looks like a chip. So are you accepting crispers? As... I, no, no, no. Crispers gone. They're a cracker. Okay. But <laughs> Mia, I honestly I don't know why you bring this up. <laughs> she did it because again. I she hope, did it again, ladies and gentlemen. I truly hope your favorite chip is not a Pringle because that would be very sad. No, I all dress is my fucking favorite why chip. Obviously, goldfish. Not a chip. Not a chip. It's a course. cracker. No, but that's that's a goldfish a cracker. is a cracker. Yeah, I wasn't disagreeing. What's okay? We, we <laughs> said ours. Like we we were hard on the ruffle all dress and the Miss Vicky salt and vinegar. I don't know why you keep making delineations. We know. We right. Ch- it's a okay. chip. A chip. A, chip, your, a chip's you, a chip. A chip's a chip. Okay. What's your favorite chip? Yeah. Right? I want to see what Mia's favorite chip she is. She already first. said the ruffle all dress. Oh, oh sorry. Ruffles all dress. I like honestly. I'm not a chip kind of person. My favorite snack is popcorn. In Anyway, I usually like to make my own popcorn so I can season it in my own way. But if I'm at a bar, if there's popcorn, tight. If I'm at a restaurant, if there's popcorn, tight. You know why? Because it goes well with beer. Now, and the Ruffles is the only chip that I'm like, okay, this is the chip I want. Go on. Right. <laughs> that was a very May succinct I? argument for Ruffles. Yeah. Right? Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to. T- I didn't want to stop you three times. Uh, <laughs> Do you consider salt and vinegar a worthy chip? Oh, fuck yeah. I love me some That's salt and vinegar. Chip anything. 
So Miss Vicky salt and vinegar. Yeah, fucking. I I don't care what it is. If it's salt and vinegar, right. it's going inside. What me. makes the all dress so great okay. is that it actually has vinegar. It in includes it. the vinegar. Which is why I was asking. Mm-hmm. I was curious if she even considered okay. salt and vinegar because. Okay. Here's. Okay. Because. <laughs> Miss Vicky's good chip. Mm-hmm. Lay's salt and vinegar favorite chip. You know? Ooh, controversial opinion, my and good that's sir. Why I came into this knowing what my answer would be. Miss Vicky's salt and vinegar, it's like a really respectable second. I feel Lay's that. salt and vinegar because you don't get the crunch where after about 10, 15 okay. chips, Here's your mouth question. feels raw. That is true. Miss Vicky's scrapes, yeah. Do you look, is the crunch or the taste more important to you in terms of a chip? Is the structural integrity more important than no, the flavor? I would say both because in oh, okay. my okay, humblest okay. opinion, Miss mm-hmm. Vicky's salt and vinegar is harsh on the mouth. Yes. And lacking in the, it's great in the salt taste, not great in the vinegar. Lay's salt and vinegar chips mm-hmm. are easy on the mouth, mm-hmm. great salt taste, and great vinegar taste. Okay. I see You're also talking to someone from. who loves pickles, <laughs> you which like, which main okay. ingredient is vinegar. Do you like banana peppers? Love banana peppers. Can you eat them out of the jar? Oh, fuck. <laughs> when I go to a golf course, now? when I go to a golf course and I eat a banana pepper hot dog. Dude, tight, right? It's more banana pepper than hot dogs. Yeah, exactly. You need <laughs> all of the, oh my God, banana peppers. It's more peppers, banana pepper than hot dogs. They make dog. a food. They make, a, uh, banana peppers for me are the thing that make a if fast I, food a, a food. If a golf course does not have banana peppers to put on my hot dog, I don't get a hot dog. It's not worth it. I don't get off. It's not worth it, dude. You're making a strong case for banana peppers. Have you never, have you had, never had banana peppers? I've had them. I've, I've never been like... I'm bringing hot dogs next time <laughs> with banana peppers. That sounds amazing. Oh, we should have a barbecue <gasps> thing. We definitely have to have a Fat Franks episode at some point. <sighs> Down there. Fat Franks would be amazing. Because like that's a great snack you can get. Well, not year-round, but in the summer. Oh, yeah, especially around the government area. Man. Mm-hmm. Those but, dogs be licking. Anyways, let's let's close this episode. It's been a, a great. It's been a long journey. Yeah. We've traveled on foot. It's many been miles. a great journey. It's yeah. been a great journey. Yeah. Um. All right, uh, Greg. You uh. You have the opportunity to plug anything. Would you like to to make a plug of some kind? Uh. I do. We have an Instagram for board games. It's hashtag Maple Syrup Games. What? Maple Syrup Games. Nice. Tell. Oh, sorry. Oh, maple sorry. syrup. Sorry, that's what I meant to say. Maple syrup. Wow, games. that's great. I love the pun. Hashtag M-E-E-P-L-E, syrup, S-Y-R-U-P, mm-hmm. games, G-A-M-E-S. Okay. <laughs> Hashtag meeple syrup games. <laughs> cool. We'll uh, find you on game Instagram. aficionados. Every day we post games that we like, have played, are feeling that week. And who's we? A few friends of mine, Warren, Richie, Greg, Rico. Wait, so you're another... The other Greg. Yeah, There's another Greg. Another There's another Greg. I was legitimately There's, confused. Uh, I, I, for we, a second, I was like, is he referring to himself? We affectionately called to himself, or call, refer to him as the other Greg. OG. Oh, nice. that's cute. Oh, yeah. so you're the original Greg. Well, I am the OG. Now. Maybe legitimate With Greg. the OG. OG. <laughs> yeah. So there's two Gregs. Two Gregs, a Warren, Richie, Rico... Well, that's terrific. Check them out. Maple Syrup Games on Instagram. Are you excited about anything particular coming up in Edmonton there, Greg? Always love the Fringe Fest. Oh, I can't fringe. wait for that. Always a beauty. Can't wait for the Fringe Fest. I don't know when it is, but it's always um, like mid-August. Anytime somebody's at the Jubilee. I don't like going to concerts that are at Rexall. Sorry, yeah, Rogers. Now it is. Um, I haven't been to a concert there, but I don't think I want to go. I like my intimate little shows. Uh, I'm a little bit... I'm a little bit... Um, like Starlight? Torn. Is that your... No... Blues and white. That's nice. that's my. Tight. That's a classic. Yeah, no, that's my that's my jam. But I, I feel like it's yeah too big. The only good concert I've been to at Rogers was Tool. 
Oh, oh yeah, you, I remember you went. Yeah, yeah. I'll be going to my first concert at Rogers with Queens of the Stone Age. May oh, that'll 20, be a great one. That'll be a great one. I'm excited for it. Yeah, I'm excited because I'm not a Queens of the Stone Age fan. I mean, I'm familiar with a half a dozen Queens of the Stone Age songs, but I'm excited to see them live because I do know people who are big fans, mm-hmm. and I'm going with someone who is a big fan, and I'm excited to just see what they have to offer because I think there's nothing for me more rewarding than going to a band that I like maybe have heard of or kind of know of and coming yeah. out being like that was a great show I am a fan of this band now plus I, I feel like they would put on an amazing show and the good thing about Rogers got it um, <laughs> Belgian Moon oh yeah uh, secret from Snatch yes. to you if you go to Rogers Place in Edmonton there are two bars that have Belgian Moon as opposed to the Rickards the Coors the uh, Canadian uh, ghetto that you find yourself in otherwise Belgian <laughs> Moon you know it's, sometimes it's very it's easy it's a good beer when you are put in a position where you have three choices and a fourth amazing, well, a fourth really good one appears, yeah. you're like, that is my savior. Yeah. You know, you can go to a many, yep. many bars and overlook the Belgian moon, but when opposed to those clowns in the other, other category, <laughs> you're like, wow, Belgian moon really coming out strong. Yeah. Rexall, when they had their Canadian Coors Light, that's it. What a horror show. It's just horror nightmare. Show. Canadian tastes like corn. My first time being to Roger's Place and the first time that I saw Red Stripe on that banner. Red, red Stripe, stripe Lager. Yeah. Who would say no to a Jamaican lager? Delicious. I like me some Red Stripe. <laughs> Always right. makes me think of a, a restaurant that used to exist on White Ave called Savoy. Do you guys remember it? I, oh my god. Do you remember it? I got tingly in my bottom parts. <laughs> Dude, that place used to have the most amazing, like, spring rolls, and had, like, oh, they had good drinks. And that's the problem. We could go on for podcasts and podcasts. (laughs) We we could. We have already. The amount of restaurants that have gone by the wayside and not worked out. R.I.P. The Pawn Shop. R.I.P. Everything that has ever existed on the corner of 108th Street (laughs) and Jasper Ave. Man, those those Uh, quarters. It's Boulevard now, or Bulved. Bulved. All right, and uh, on that note, thank you so much, Greg, for being on the podcast. No worries. Um, you can email us at snackstatepodcast.gmail.com. You can check us out on Instagram, snackstatepodcast. My name is Taylor. My name is Mia. My name is Greg. And we'll see you on the dark side of the moon. We sure will.